Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Joke and Story podcast. This is the podcast where I where I tell stories, read books, tell jokes or tell riddles. This is a new episode and today I am going to read one chapter of The Hardy Boys, The Tower Treasure. Franklin W by Franklin W Dixon. Okay, so if you don't listen to my podcast from Anchor, get that app or go to anchor.fm. Make an account. Go to the Joke and Story podcast. If you listen to my podcast, you already know which one it is. And send me a voice message on what books I should read next. Or if I should keep reading The Tower Treasure. That's how you voice message me. And if I can get a voice message on this episode, then I will make a bonus episode. Chapter 1 The Speed Demon Frank and Joe Hardy clutched the grips of their motorcycles and started in horror at the upcoming car. It was careening from side to side on on the narrow road. He'll hit us! We'd better climb this hillside and fast, Frank exclaimed. As the boys brought their motorcycles to a screeching halt and leapt off on the double joe cried out as they started to the steep embankment jeez i can't talk today to their amazement the reckless driver suddenly pulled his car hard to the right and turned into a side road on two wheels the boys expected the car to turn over, but it held its dusty ground and sped off out of sight. Wow, said Joe. Let's get away from here before that crazy guy comes back. That's a dead end road, you know. The tower treasure. I mean, what is my problem? Oh my gosh. The books, the boys scrambled back onto their motorcycles and gunned them a bit to get past the intersecting road in a hurry. They rode in silence for a while, gazing at the scene ahead. On their right, an embankment of tumbled rocks and boulders sloped steeply to the water below. From the opposite side rose a jagged cliff. The little traveled road <clears throat> was winding and just wide enough for the two, for two cars to pass. Boy, I'd hate to fall off the edge of this road, Frank remarked. It's a hundred foot drop. That's right, Joe agreed. We'd sure be, we'd sure be smashed to bits before we ever got to the bottom. Then he smiled. Watch your step, Frank, or Dad's papers won't get delivered. Frank reached into his jacket pocket to be sure several 
important legal papers, which he was del- what he was to deliver for Mr. Hardy, were still there. Relieved to find them, Frank chuckled and said, after the help we gave Dad on his latest case, he ought to set up the firm, the firm of Hardy and Sons. Why not? Joe replied with a broad grin. Is, isn't he one of the most famous private detective, detectives in the country? And aren't we bright too? Then becoming serious, he added, I wish we could solve a mystery on our own though. Frank and Joe, students at Bayport High, were combining business with pleasure this Saturday morning by doing the errand for their father. Even though one boy was dark and the other fair, was there, there was a marked resemblance between the two brothers. 18-year-old Frank was tall and dark. Joe, a year younger, was blonde with blue eyes. They were the only children of Fenton and Laura Hardy. The family lived in Bayport. A small but thriving city of 50,000 inhabitants. Located on Barment Bay, three miles inland from the Atlantic Ocean. The two motorcycles whipped along the narrow road that skinned the bay and led to the Willowville, the brother's destination. The boys took the next curve neatly and started up a long, steep slope. There... Here the road was a mere ribbon and badly in need of repair. Once we get to the top of the hill, it won't be so rough, Frank remarked as they jounced over the uneven surface. Better road from there into Willowville. Just then, above the sharp put-put of their own motors, the two boys heard the roar of a car approaching them from their rear, at great speed. They took a moment to glance back. Looks like the same guy we saw before, Joe burst out. Good night. At once the Hardys stopped and pulled as close to the edge as they dared. Frank and Joe hopped off and stood poised to leap out of danger again if necessary. The car hurtled toward them like a shot. Just when it seemed as if it could not miss them, the driver swung the wheel about viciously and the sedan sped by. Whew, that was close, Frank gasped. The car had been traveling at such high speed that the boys had been unable to get the license plate number or get a glimpse of the driver's features. But they had noticed that he was hatless and had a shock of red hair. If I ever meet him again, Joe muttered, I'll, I'll, the boy was too excited to finish the threat. Frank relaxed, Frank relaxed. He must be practicing for some kind of race, he remarked. 
As the dark blue sedan disappeared from sight, around the curve ahead, the boys resumed their journey. By the time they rounded the curve, they could see Willow, Willowville in a valley along the bay beneath them. There was no trace of rash, of rash motorists. He's probably halfway across the state by this time, Joe remarked. I'll see you guys next time. Honestly, I don't have much time. See you.